Okay, people out there, brace yourselves for another episode of The Midnight Skeptic. And here we go with the playing music. You are listening to KPCA LP, Petaluma, California, at 103.3 FM and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. And this is The Midnight Skeptic. The views of The Midnight Skeptic are not, repeat, not, necessarily the views of KPCA or any of its affiliates. Okay, a quick reminder that the Midnight Skeptic is proudly woke. Wokeness is good. Wokeness is great. It just feels good to wake up in the morning being woke, accepting everyone and being non-judgmental. Just feels so good. Uh, you mugheads ought to try it out there. Uh, send all hate mail and death threats and envelopes with uh, some unknown powder um, to uh, the Midnight Skeptic at Gmail. Dot com. Uh, the envelopes with the powder in it, I'm not giving out my mailing address, so you'll have nowhere to send it. So just send it to your favorite Republican politician. Okay, uh, the, the thing I'm trying to accomplish here, I guess you could call it a mission statement, is to rid the U.S. of A of all GOP MAGA heads, one broadcast at a time. And, um, well, what else was I going to say in the introduction? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I'm going to go straight to the shout-outs. Uh, uh, Spotify and Anchor International people, uh, I've got, you know, about eight or nine or ten international listeners who tune in every now and then. And by the way, I'm recording this show, which is number 128. Oh my God, what fun it's been. Um, but I'm recording this on the 4th of July. And uh, happy birthday, America. Uh, we've survived the onslaught of the orange sociopathic bloat bag back in 2016 and his uh, MAGA followers that uh, Hillary Clinton rightly termed deplorables. I heartily agree now, although back when she said it, I was kind of reluctant to engage in name-calling. Okay, uh, Spotify and Anchor International. Okay, locally, Rob. Down at KPCALP at the Community Access, Petaluma Community Access, PCA, uh, the parent company. Uh, Tom Gaffey at the Phoenix Theater and all of his alternative teens. Uh, John Crowley at the Aquas Cafe. Enjoyed uh, 
a lunch there a couple of weeks ago, and I was glad to see that you and uh, Reverend uh, Dave were having a not a heated conversation, but a deep conversation. That is good. It's always good. And the Project Censored Dudes. Uh, last week or last show, I forgot to say all of them. Uh, I just mentioned Mickey Huff, but uh, Mickey Huff, Nolan Higdon, Andy Lee Roth are the uh, Project Censored Dudes. Uh, all my audience should go on to their site and uh, sign up for their newsletter and maybe uh, buy uh, the State of the Free Press 2023. It's a good book. I think probably all the signed copies are uh, gone by now. Okay. Um, uh, Nariman and Art Kutznets, Rabbi Ted, uh, Dave and Rosita, Kevin and Lori, Tim and Conrad, Tim and Julie up in uh, Fairfield, and uh, Rich and Kathy, Tom and Nancy, uh, Dennis and Megan down in uh, uh, Tiburon, uh, Yvonne and Rick in San Francisco, Stan and Kathy and Susan Miller. Uh, down in Pacifica, Reno, Chanda and her son, Michael, the attorney, Stockton, Kathy Clark. And down in L.A., Jackie and Samantha, Arizona, Karina Hilliard in uh, Patagonia, Arizona. Um, my brother Brandon and his wife, Mina, their daughter, Andrea, my nurse, <laughs> my niece. She is a nurse. Take care of yourself. And her husband, Tim, and their three little ones. Okay, Arkansas, Shannon Reed, Florida, Nelson and Alice. Uh, and uh, also in Florida, Amelia Beamer, who is now on YouTube, uh, representing Locus Magazine, which is uh, a, a weekly magazine that talks about uh, the three uh, genres of books, uh, uh, horror, fantasy, science fiction. Uh, she goes on um, YouTube and talks about them. You ought to check her out and, uh, you know, subscribe to that channel if uh, one of those three genres are in your wheelhouse. Okay. Uh, North Carolina, Dr. Dave Rubin, uh, the world's finest pulmonary doctor. And uh, Long Island, Gerilyn Goldfinger, Sonora, uh, Robert and Colleen, Bob and Sandy, Brad and Martha, Darrell, Larson, Judy May, Leonidas, Maciel, Lynn Quayle, Kathy Francis, uh, John Gleason, and uh, Jennifer and Tiffany, his two daughters. They listen in occasionally. And then all the way down in Mexico City, uh, Rosamalia. Lopez Negrete. Okay. Uh, I promised that I would try to start out every show with good news, and I'm fulfilling that promise on this show, number 128. Um, Michigan's state senate just passed House Bill 4616 that protects LGBTQ youth from 
conversion therapy, that uh, Christian-inspired efforts to make everybody straight, just like God wants. Okay, and also uh, Governor Katie Hobbs signed an executive order since the legislature down there in Arizona is Republican-controlled. They would never pass something like that, uh, as was done in Michigan. So she signed an executive order in Arizona that also protects LGBTQ youth from conversion therapy. Ooh. Uh, more good news. Dolly Parton has gifted now over 200 million books to children through her charity, Imagination Library. She began it in uh, 1995, and it covers five countries now, uh, the U.S., uh, Australia, uh, the U.K., Ireland, and... I forget the fifth country, but uh, it, there's five countries. And then, if that's not enough, Dollywood, the theme park uh, down in, uh, I think it's Kentucky. Maybe it's Tennessee. Anyway, um, Dollywood employees get 100% free college. Compliments of Dolly Parton. She's a fine lady. Okay, more bad news. Sorry about this, listeners out there. More bad news from a GOP-run House Judiciary Committee and Jim, Mr. Retribution, Jordan. Does... is. Jim Jordan doing anything useful to this country? No, that was a rhetorical question. Okay, they want to, they, oh, they want documents from and meetings with leading academics who study the spread of disinformation. Now, in Jim Jordan's eyes, that means censoring conservatives. Well, yes, MAGA heads and uh, the GOP Fox News types are spreading disinformation. Not all of it, but the majority of it. Okay, and he wants to put a stop to that. Mm. Okay, the GOP accuses academics of colluding with the Biden administration to suppress conservative speech. They are aiming, as one of their targets, at Kate Starbird's University of Washington's Center for an, uh, an Informed Public. Now, uh, if uh, Kate Starbird sounds familiar. She was a basketball player for Stanford University uh, oh, about 12 or 15 years ago. Uh, anyway, she's up at University of Washington now. 
um, trying her best to uh, put an end to uh, conservative MAGA head generated disinformation. Okay, new topic. Bad news. On Wednesday, June 28th, a 24-year-old former international student stabbed a professor and two students in a gender studies class. All were expected to survive, thank goodness. Where did this happen? Um, the attacker, Giovanni Villalba, Aleman, uh, he's from Ecuador originally, uh, was arrested by the RCMP, Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Um, Professor Kathy Fulfer, 38, and a 20-year-old female and 19-year-old male were the victims. Um, the course was Philosophy 202 and it focused on gender issues. Now, I haven't heard yet whether his motives were anti-LGBTQ or what. If they know his motives, they haven't released it yet. Okay, now this was at uh, ooh, Waterloo. Uh, university that's right outside of Toronto. The attack has drawn comparisons to a 1989 university massacre in Canada in which a gunman systematically killed 14 women and then himself at Montreal's Polytechnic Engineering School. In a suicide note, the killer wrote that he hated and wanted to kill feminists. Shades of that uh, dude down at UC Santa Barbara. Mm. Oh, boy. Uh, unfortunately, um, most... Okay, I, I don't know this for sure, but a lot of the MAGA head cosplaying uh, guys who are who join these militias and strut around with their long hard rifle barrels and their camo outfits are in cells involuntary celibates in other words girls won't date them except for dyed in the wool MAGA head followers of the orange sociopathic bloat bag. Okay, new topic. Detransitioning update. The field of uh, transgender healthcare is a rapidly evolving interdisciplinary field. WPATH, which is the world. Professional Association for Transgender Health. Um, oh, WPAS vision is a world where all people of whatever gender identify and expression. Boy, my notes are a bit muddled. 
Okay. Uh, WPAS vision is a world where all people of whatever gender, comma, identity, comma, and expression have access to evidence-based health care, comma, social services, comma, justice and equality. In a review of 27 studies involving 8,000 teens and adults who had transgender surgeries, Europe, the U.S., and Canada, okay, these are the countries involved in this study, 1% on average expressed regret to some degree. A small number went on to have reversal surgeries. It is possible, and uh, there are, like with any, like with any surgery, there are risks involved. Okay, research suggests that. Comprehensive psychological counseling before starting treatment, along with family support, can reduce chances for regret and detransitioning. Uh, Dr. Michael Erwig, Director of Transgender Medicine at Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center, in Boston says, and this is a quote from him, my own personal experience is that detransitioning is quite uncommon. I've taken care of over 350 gender diverse patients and fewer than five have told me that they decided to detransition or, in other words, change their minds. Okay. Transgender children are unlikely to detransition or come to identify once again with their birth sex five years after their social transition. The study was done by the American Academy of Pediatrics, and it's volume 150 um, and number 2, August of 2022. This is quite recent, uh, ooh, slightly more, slightly less than a year ago. The current study examined the rate of retransition and current identities of 317 youth. Okay, 208 of them were trans girls, 109 of them were trans boys. Average age of all of them, uh, 8.1 years. Five Years after social transitioning, 7.3% of youth had retransitioned at least 
ones. Later, cisgender identities were more common among youth that socially transitioned before age six, and their retransition often occurred before age 10. Okay, when someone does a detransition, it's almost never because of regret, but rather a response to the hardship of living in a society where transphobia still runs rampant. Hello, GOP MAGAheads. Okay, Marcy Bowers, B-O-W-E-R-S, gender surgeon and president of WPATH. Now, I explained what that was. World Professional Association for Transgender Health. W-P-A-T-H. Google it. Okay. Anyway, uh, Marcy Bowers, um, she's the president of that organization. And this is a quote from her. Patients with regret are very rare. The highest you'll find um, in studies is 1% or 1.5% of any kind of regret, unquote. The GOP MAGA hate Christians tout the concept of inevitable detransition and use it as a tool to invalidate transgender identities. The Trans Youth Project looked at the so-called social transition between the ages of 3 and 12, with average uh, of age 6.5. Data reported by parents and youth self-reporting five years later, 90 4% were living as binary transgender. Okay, when a study says they're living as binary, that means either one or the other, male or female, trans-female, trans-male. Okay, 2.5% of trans kids detransitioned to being cisgender. Okay, for those of you who don't know what cisgender means, I'm cisgender. I'm not a transgender guy. I'm just a guy. Uh, a further 3.5% re-transitioned to non-binary. Now, this is a self-identification that they don't think of themselves as either male or female, but somewhere in between. Okay. Whew. Around age two, and certainly before the third birthday, kids become conscious of the physical differences between boys and girls. By age four, most children 
have a stable sense of their gender identification. And they realize, in the case of a, a little four-year-old boy, that if he were to put on a dress, he's still a boy. It, um, the gender does not uh, change by just outward appearances. Okay. Uh, Magahead conservatives have tried to foist a term off on everybody uh, called transgenderism. And they treat that term in an attempt to convert, convince Americans and, and voters that transgenderism is similar to a distinctive doctrine, cause, or theory, or religion, like Catholicism. Mormonism, Buddhism, Arianism, or Animism, Sexism, Ageism, Humanitarianism, Vegetarianism. They want us to believe, us meaning, you know, reasonable voters out there, that transgenderism is this religion that uh, doesn't merit serious consideration, that it's just another one of these belief systems. Well, um, unfortunately, um, later in the show, I'm going to talk about uh, Dr. Deborah So and her book, uh, The End of Gender. Um, Conservative GOP MAGA heads want to denigrate as much as possible transgender people. And uh, they, uh, okay, what, what else was I going to say? I'm, I've got, I'm off my notes here. Um, that's why they push this uh, theory this well, false theory that most transgender kids will just end up changing their minds when they get into their teen years. Well, that's not true. Okay. Uh, new topic. I don't have my uh, uh, sipping glass with me. Would you excuse me for just one second? My throat is really in need of liquid. Okay. Okay, I'm back. 
I, I already had a glass of uh, water with lime juice in it. I just left it in the other room. Okay, new topic. YouTubers and uh, listeners of the Midnight Skeptics show, this is some information for you to follow up on. Clearing House on Women's Issue, CWI. Nancy Hogshead Makar, okay, that's her last name. Nancy H O G S H E A D hyphen M A K A R. She's a JD, Juris Doctor is a three-time Olympic swimmer and a uh, feminist professor of law and CEO of the organization Champion Women, which is a nonprofit that provides legal advocacy for girls and women in sport. And uh, I'll give you the website https colon slash slash champion women with the w capitalized dot org champion women all one word but the w is capitalized okay she urges sport governance to develop new structures for transgender athletes uh, while prioritizing competitive fairness and safety for females. Uh, right now, the World Athletics Council, the governing body for international track and field, bars trans women from elite competition if they have transitioned after going through puberty as a male. I am in complete agreement with that. I've said that, I've been saying that for about two years now. That's, uh, in my mind, Leah Thomas, the Penn, uh, University of Pennsylvania swimmer, uh, should not have been competing. And I wish her well, and I wish her happiness. But when she transitioned, she was already like 18 or 19. She had gone through puberty and had trained with men's swimming teams. Um, uh she was able, according to the rules that were in effect at that time, um, to compete on a girls' team. Uh, I think that was wrong. Okay, but water under the bridge. Uh, every time uh, these MAGA-head conservatives say trans women are ruining girls' sports, uh, they're just hate-filled creeps. First of all, we're not talking about a lot of trans women athletes uh, in 
schools and um, and and if this rule were put into effect in places other than uh, international track and field, I think it would be an improvement. If a guy starts college or, in fact, starts high school and is already gone through puberty or in puberty, then it's too late. If he's going to transition, that's fine, except uh, they shouldn't be on um, girls' teams. Okay, now these stupid MAGA-head Republicans, when they pass these uh, Save Girls Sports laws, they invariably say K through 12, or in some cases, K through college. Now, that is ridiculous. I've said, and the studies show, that there is appreciably no difference in athletic abilities um, in kids up through around 6th or 7th grade. So, but GOPs aren't interested in facts or reality. They just want an outlet for their hate and rage. And Rhonda Fascist is one of them that will accommodate them. Oh, where are we? Okay. Ah. Okay, new topic. Bonkers news. <laughs> Tennessee pastor Kent Christmas, in a sermon, said, quote, You want to know why the Muslim faith had its advancements? Which is itself debatable. Are they advanced? Okay, it's because the Muslims were willing to die for their beliefs. They were willing to strap bombs to their chests. They believed in the afterlife. God give us some men and women that will get a hold of some passion in their spirit and say, I will lay down my life for the gospel. This thing was born in blood, unquote. I'm not sure what he means exactly by this thing, unless it's just uh, owning the libs. Mm. All right. Kent and uh, Candy Christmas are the founding pastors of Regeneration Nashville. Kent has been in full-time ministry for 50 years. Candy is from the Southern Gospel family, the Hempfills. Okay, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right. Capital H-E-M-P-H-I-L-L-S. It's, it's an extension 
extended family of um, gospel screamers. They have been married for 35 years. Candy Hemphill Christmas is worth more than $10 million. She's 63 now. Kent is worth more than $800,000 and is 60 years of age. Oh, boy. Uh, Baptist grifters. Hmm. Okay, uh, bad news. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders responded in a letter to uh, Americans United for Separation of Church and State that there would be no separation between church and state in Arkansas. In Arkansas, we stand up to bullying liberals and stomping tradition into our dirt. Hmm. All right, enough. Okay, new topic. Criminal capitalism at its worst. After examining decades of once secret files, researchers find that DuPont and 3M waited at least 20 years before disclosing the dangers of PFAS. That's a group of chemicals, um, and I'm not sure, it's not in my notes, what PFAS stands for, but they are, they're nicknamed the forever chemicals because they don't break down very easily in nature. A group of researchers at UC San Francisco Medical School searched hundreds of pages of previously secret documents from DuPont and 3M. The documents were gotten by environmental lawyer Robert Billot, B, capital B-I-L-L-O-T, through a court order and shared them with the EPA and UCSF, University of California, San Francisco. That's where their medical school is. The two companies hid the dangers of PFAS or, quote-unquote, forever chemicals. And, uh, oh, oh, well, here I did write in my notes what PFAS stands for. It's per and poly fluoroalkyl substances. Okay, and I'm not a chemist, so I don't know what uh, polyfluoroalkyl substances are, but they were created in the 1940s and are resistant to decay. They have become so widespread that they are now believed... Are you ready for this? They're believed to be in the bloodstream 
of virtually everyone on the planet. Mm. The chemicals are carcinogenic, cause birth defects, and a range of other health issues. Workers in uh, the DuPont factories and the 3M factories that make these chemicals have, in fact, had um, birth defects in their children. Mm. They are, okay, where are these chemicals used? What are they for? What good do they do? Okay, they are used on nonstick pans, firefighting foam, and water-resistant products, confidential memos, and internal correspondence from company scientists and executives first came to light 20 years ago when Billot, okay, Robert Billot, this environmental lawyer, uh, got the documents and warned of imminent threats to public health. Okay, 3M, this is currently now, 3M reached a $10.3 billion settlement of a series of lawsuits and will stop producing PFAS chemicals in 2025. Why not now stop it? DuPont settled its lawsuits for $1.1 billion over water contamination. Um, okay, Big Chemical can take its place in the lineup of Big Tobacco, Big Oil, Big Pharma, Big Agriculture, and big railroads as businesses and corporations that spend huge amounts of their profits on buying Republicans and deceiving the public and consumers. Capitalism at its worst. Could government regulation and control, meaning socialism, be worse than these evil leeches on the body politic? Mm. Uh, and the answer is no, they wouldn't be worse. Okay, and that was a rhetorical question. Okay. Um, okay, now I'm going to um, do something on this show. Okay. Part of the plan for this show was to talk about Dr. Deborah So's book, uh, The End of Gender. And she has a podcast now, and I went on it. And the one that I listened to her, she was interviewing and talking with um, Christopher... The Creep Rufo, R-U-F-O. He is a 
Republican messaging guru. He tells them, Republican politicians, tells them what to say, how to say it, to deceive the public and to make their evilness more palatable. Okay, I've, uh, in my notes here, I wrote, my disappointment and disagreement with Dr. Deborah So, PhD, author of the book, The End of Gender. Now, I've read it. I've read it through twice and parts of it a third time. And I like her. And I agree with 80% of what's in the book, except that you know, she's a very smart lady. You know, she's got a PhD. But that doesn't mean that you can't be manipulated by a professional MAGA head messenger guru, which he did. And I will point those out. Uh, and I think, and this is totally my opinion, that she has slipped down a little ways, the right-wing GOP MAGA rabbit hole on some of the things she's said and allowed him, Christopher Rufo, to get away with. Okay, well, the midnight skeptic does not let him get away with it. Okay. Whew, another sip. Okay. Okay. In the opinion of the Midnight Skeptic, Dr. So has gone a ways down the right-wing MAGA rabbit hole. I've read her book three times and blah, 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 blah. And she's a good, clear writer. She's um, transitioned, pun intended, from an academic sex researcher to a journalist and podcaster. Okay. Um, part of the end of her book, toward the end of the book, is her explanation of why um, trans activists and other uber left-wing activists kind of uh, gang up on honest scientists that research these topics, and she was driven out of academia. And, uh, well, anyway, that's in the book. And I'm off my notes. Christopher Rufo, and I was trying to make notes uh, about what he said, you know, pausing it, going back a little ways. Okay, now they got onto the subject of drag story time, and he has no knowledge of drag performers at all. And all he tries to do is justify uh, the MAGA head hate of all things LGBTQ. Okay, Christopher Rufo on drag story. Okay, and this is a quote um, that they come from an 
ideology of sexualizing kids. Totally not true. He's just ginning up hate in the base of the orange sociopathic bloat bag. He's thought about it, he said. Well, his thoughts and uh, $5 will get you a latte and uh, Starbucks. Okay. And another part of his quote, it's obviously not about the reading. She, Dr. So, let him get away with that. Okay. It's inherently social. Excuse me. It's inherently sexual. A performance seen on the internet. Now, he's looking at uh, sites on the website where drag performers do entertain in bars and nightclubs, and they do tend to be a bit sexual. No kids are allowed in those venues. But she let him get away with that again. And first of all, drag is not inherently sexual. It is a performance. He was right there. Okay. Uh, he's seen the, them, drag performances, on uh, the internet websites. Uh, he mentioned partial nudity, uh, which there is, but in bars and nightclubs. Um, lap dances. Now, he equated lap dances with these drag story times, and she let him get away with it. Mm. It's not done at story times, and that's a straw man argument. It's certainly a strip show. This is what he said. Well, yes, kind of, in bars and nightclubs that cater to that type of entertainment, okay? Okay, another straw man. There are no strip shows at these drag story times, okay? Schools, okay, now this is something that I was really disappointed in Dr. So letting him get away with this. He said that the the power of the government is used to compel uh, kids to go to these. Totally not true. A lie, an absolute lie. And um, she let him get away with it. Uh, he mentioned the phrase... Uh, Schools, well, okay, this is what I'm writing in response. Schools don't compel students to go to drag time story hours. Totally up to the parents. Okay, okay, this is a quote from Christopher the Creep Rufo. I think most kids, damn, oh, quote, the purpose of drag is to subvert heteronormativity.
No, it's not. Um, their heteronormativity is fine if there is a desire on the part of some guys or some women to be entertained by a drag show or a drag strip show at nightclubs or bars, then that's fine too. Uh, I think most kids find it alarming. No evidence for that kind of a statement. And I've been to one drag time story. I looked around. I didn't see any kids that were, I'm alarmed. I'm disturbed. I'll never be the same. No, it's just totally made up to gin up the hate of the MAGA heads, the stupid MAGA heads. Um, the, the subsurface content is queer theory. And I haven't um, uh, been able to look up queer theory to see exactly what it is from the viewpoint of conservatives or the viewpoint of the LGBTQ community. Next show, I will. She lets him go on about drag shows in, in public schools. Totally false. Another lie. Um, okay, and he says, you can oppose queer theory without being homophobic. Well, okay, Christopher Youthful Rufo, you are homophobic and a generalized creep. Okay. Uh, and then uh, she says, why, she's asking him a question. Why do you think educators are so hell-bent on uh, pushing this stuff on kids. Okay, the phrase this stuff is denigrating the acceptance and uh, being woke and being okay with um, gay kids or trans kids. Okay, phrases like that matter. And it gives you a window into what they really think about things. Don't let her or him get away with stuff. Okay, the sexuality stuff and the gender stuff. This is Dr. So speaking. Um, and then his answer, um, how do these ideas, these ideas uh, get from A to Z? Queer theory and gender theory, whatever. Ideologies emerged in the 1980s and 1990s full force in academia. Teachers emerged from academia with, with that. Okay, what exactly does he mean by that? Okay, as their primary framework for understanding of the world. Well, I dispute that. Uh, to liberate their students. 
And then Dr. So says, what can people do to push back against CRT and DEI? See, she's adopted the language of the stupid right-wing MAGA heads. Okay, I've got to cut this off now. I'm running out of time. Okay, there's another page, another two pages. That's for next show. And I'll research gender theory, queer theory, and have a more acceptable definition of those things for my thousands and thousands of listeners out there. Here's my play out music. That was a round of applause uh, for this show. You have been listening to The Midnight Skeptic on KPCA LP, Petaluma, California. And we're at 103.3 on the FM dial and worldwide at www kpca.fm support community radio at patreon.com slash petaluma community access and remember think critically think logically but live joyously and most importantly pet your cats Believe me, cat petting and a little bit of moderate wine sipping gets rid of all your stress. Try it. Mm. That's it for um, this week. And um, this will be broadcast on the 9th. Uh, The next show after that will be broadcast on the 16th. So... Until next week, I'll be seeing you.